Cultivators, Cultivators. It's time for another one. It's time for another one. Welcome to Podcasting is Forbidden in the Cloud Recesses, the only lesbian-hosted podcast about Mandarin Master. I'm Roy, and I'm the bright moon and gentle sleaze. And I'm Fallon, and I am the distant snow and lost in the sauce. <laughs> Perpetually lost in the sauce. Oh, aren't we all just a little bit crispy? You know. You know. Hey, hey, things, a couple of things happened, like, just kind of in the last couple of days, which is good, because if they had happened, like, two weeks ago, and we missed them last week, I would have felt bad, but I don't this time. Um, yeah! <laughs> uh, so, we got another uh, Japanese voice actor drop. It's baby. It's fucking baby. It's, it's baby. <laughs> I, for one, cannot believe that Kirito is Nihoi Song. <laughs> uh... He's also, but he's also Inosuke, which I know is important to you. Yeah, he's the baby boy, and I can kind of hear that, like, little kind of rough raspiness. He's got a little raspy. Honestly, I think it really suits him. It's so cute. It's really cute. I think that was a good choice, either that or, like, like a breathy kind yeah. of thing would have been good too, but I'm really, I really, really like that. He choice. sounds I so gentle. He, was he sounds so soft. I'm just thinking about him and then my son, <laughs> my boar son, my a pig, who is lit. just the complete opposite of calm and soothing and gentle. Duality of pig. The duality of man. Wow. It's fucking great. It sounds so good. The audio clip did say Song Chung writes. <laughs> it uh, did very much. Because he was he was talking about, well, oh, maybe I can go study in Yunmong next summer. Mm-hmm. If, if, if Anisan will let me. <laughs> which is very good. Anisan. But uh so we got that, which was extremely fucking good. Extremely good to me. And uh we also got uh the Donghua director, uh Shanka. Uh, posted some art that he did, just a nice little doodle of uh-huh. Longshan, and uh, he came up with some fun facts about season three. Yeah, coming up, it's going to be twelve episodes. Oh hell yeah! They're kind of taking their time with it because they gotta they gotta uh, you know play with the story some. Um, yeah. gotta you know <laughs> gotta work around. I mean, you know, there's a lot of stuff happening in the probably the stuff that's going to be coming up. Fucking isn't that. Uh, are we gonna get drunk Wangji in the next season? I think that's probably the timeline, fucking, right? Yeah, we had better get drunk Wangji because we, we get ne- drunk Wangji in this chapter. So we either need drunk one or drunk two Wangji, like bar none, full stop. Please give me, please spare me a crumb of drunk Wangji. I need, I need it. He's so fucking. <laughs> Funny. We're um, gonna we're gonna get to him a little bit today, but uh, he also, Mister Director Man, also said that um, the uh, Chibi season, which is coming out at some point this year, is going to be five minutes per episode, mm-hmm. and it's going to be about just random stuff, not you know the main timeline stuff, which is going to be. I'm excited for it. Just I think it should be fun. Just fucking around, just playing fucking around in the sand. Box. Strictly vibing. You genuinely and, love to see it. Uh, something like something about the way that they quoted the thing that he said makes it sound like they're like I want to say that there are only supposed to be three seasons of this show, but it sounds like there might be a fourth. 
Mm-hmm. Which it better lifting fucking, and waggling my listen, eyebrows. It better fucking continue indefinitely until they finish the whole novel. Honestly, if I don't get that confession scene, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I really don't know what I'm gonna be responsible for. Okay, I can't be responsible for my actions if we don't get a confession scene. They're they're taking their sweet time. They're waiting until maybe restrictions lessen. You know, they gotta just sit there and be like, all right, we're just you know. If we, you know, slow and steady wins the race. Because right now, and this is just from my, from where I'm seeing mm-hmm, things. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep it real with you, President of People's Republic of China, Xi Jinping. This will not help people not be gay. Not even remotely, <laughs> no. So- None of what they're doing is going to stop anyone from being anything. But yeah. they're doing it anyway. So we're anyway. just going to focus on Modal. We're just going to um, focus on Modal. Even though, like, this chapter was like, oh, God, it just kind of, it kind of hurt to read because oh, it's, yeah. like, weirdly reminiscent of a lot of the issues that we have in our government here in America, like, creepily mm-hmm. so. And I'm sure it's reminiscent of every other government in America because... Who? Any any government that is not a <clears throat> yeah, there's some there's some any uh, government sucks <laughs> challenging challenging events, very uh, challenging events, and very not, challenging people. Yeah, and and not challenging in the sense that like oh, this is problematic to read and makes me wince, but problematic in the way that like it's addressed as such in canon. So yeah, uh, which is good. Yeah, this fucking chapter is like ten chapters put together. It's extremely long. It's very thick. It's a big old boy. I, I um, forgot that it was this thick. <laughs> it's very big. We're reading chapter 30. Or we read chapter Dew. 30. Dew, part three. Um, and probably about three quarters of this chapter are exposition. Yeah. and Which what made I realized, it very difficult to summarize. What I realized, this is very stupid. This is going to sound very <laughs> stupid, but I never said that I was a smart person. I only realized halfway through the exposition that... It was fucking Lan Wangji telling Wei Wuxian all of this. Oh, we're going to get to how the fucking, we're going to get to how all that works, because I got some shit to say. Yeah, I got a lot of shit to say. I have got some words, I have got some takes to offer. I want to, I want to hear um, it from the, from the terminal uh, creative writing to oh, yeah. ever before oh, I yeah. hear it out of my mouth. Oh yeah. Okay. So, okay. So chapter 30, um, given that this is like 99% exposition and just people talking and giving details. Yeah. Um. This summary is going to be very long. Yeah. Um, so, Ray, you probably have, like, the time to go make and consume a whole ass sandwich while I do this. Um, but that's up to you. I'm good without it. I'm, I like, like I said, I had a big pasta earlier. God, I'm, I wish I'm ready they were to me. just right. sit and vibe. Dude, I had that, I had that leftover fried rice from last night. I put some chili oil in it, some sesame seeds. So fucking good. Ooh, love that. Bitch. Anyway, uh, chapter 30. Let's do this, let's do this thing. So we open this chapter by kind of going into further depth about the whole Chong clan massacre situation. Uh, so as we had learned in the last chapter, Chong Ping was the only survivor of massacre part one because he was out on on a night hunt. He found out that their protective array had been destroyed, so he wanted to find out who did the damn thing, but between a bunch of just shit happening in the larger cultivation world, um, all the other big sects were kind of, like, too too in their feelings to help out this little minor <laughs> clan. So Xiaoxing Chen stepped in and said, I'll do it. I'm a good boy. 
Um, and I'll find the culprit. I'm gonna do my detective shit. And sure enough, about a month later, he came back and he said, I found the man. Um, and the killer turned out to be this dirty little street criminal, uh, whose name we have mentioned several times before, but whose name has not yet been brought up in the novel itself. Mr. Shuyang. Uh, there he is. There he is. And at the time, he was about 15. And for some reason that we don't know yet, he just fucking hated Changping's dad, so he did it for revenge. So Xiaoxing Chen picked up Shuyang by the scruff and put him <laughs> under citizen's arrest and brought him to Lanling during the discussion conference to try to get him punished. Uh, the thing is, uh, Shuyang was a guest disciple of the Jin sect, and Jin Guangshan had hired him to rebuild the Stygian Tiger Seal. Uh, also known as the Stygian Tiger Amulet. We just kind of go back and forth. Bro both words are good, whatever. You know. So, Mr. Stygian Tiger Amulet was this little gizmo that Wei Wuxian had made during his necromancy days, and it was basically a universal zombie remote, but it was super difficult to use, and it was kind of more trouble than anything had any business ever having to be. So, before Wei Wuxian died, he broke it in half, destroyed the working half, and left the existing half as just kind of a useless piece of metal. Shuiyang somehow figured out a way to kind of reverse engineer a replica of it. So old Jigis said, well, I gotta keep this boy around so I can do clout crimes. And it turned out that uh, Shuiyang had used the Stygian Tiger amulet, the rebuilt one, to massacre the Chongs. So like I said, Xiaoxing Chen brings him to Lanling for punishment. Uh, old NMJ, Naming Jue, was ready to give him the death penalty right then and there and gave Jigis a big talking to. So Jin Guangshan said, okay, we'll take care of it. And uh, uh, Shuiyang said to Xiaoxing Chen, I'll fucking see you soon. And they put Shuiyang on death row. But then as soon as uh, NMJ left, uh, Jigis commuted Shuiyang's sentence to life. And a little while later, conveniently... NMJ dies of mad, so with nobody else there to hold them accountable, the Jins racketeered the Chongs until they said Shuiyang didn't do it, so the Jins let Shuiyang out. So Shuiyang decided it was time for more revenge. Uh, and what he did this time was he targeted Xiaoxing Chen's best friend, capital letters, bolded, underlined, italics, <laughs> best friend. Best friend. Best friend, Songlon. Uh, he massacred the temper temple where Songlan had grown up and blinded him with poison, uh, and he made sure not to leave any evidence behind. So even though everybody was kind of like, there's only one person who could have done this, circumstances were now basically that he was just going to get off. Uh, Wei Wuxian kind of wonders why Lan Wangji wouldn't have, you know, hadn't stepped in to do anything uh, at, at this point. And then he's like, oh yeah, he had the, he probably had gotten the discipline whip, so he was probably off in his owie room. Um, he wouldn't have been up to it even if he wanted to. Um, so Wei Wuxian asks what happened to Xiaoxing Chen after all this, and uh, Lan Wangji tells him that he took Songlong back to the, the big fancy magic Baoshan Sanren mountain and performed history's first eye transplant. And uh, as in as in Xiaoxing Chen said, I can't possibly need these more than you do, and popped his own eyes out and just put them into Songlon's face like Mr. Potato Head. Normal. Regular shit that you do for your best friend. Your extreme um, best friend. <laughs> and then uh, Xiaoxing Chen said, my home planet needs me, and he just disappeared and he hasn't been seen ever since. Songlon wanted revenge against Wei Yang, but by then, uh, old Lil Jiggy was leading the Jin sect, and the first thing he did when he came into power was pick up Shui Yang and say goodbye Jojo and throw him out onto the street. 
Uh, and then no, just kind of. I don't know if he did that. I think he said that's what that it, he did it. That's what it says. That's what the text says that he did. That's what that's what Lan Wangji, uh, via the narrator, uh, says to us. Mm-hmm. I am relaying what the text literally says on the page. Yeah, it's, that's it's, all. It's, yeah. Um, you, you, we'll you get were. to we'll get to what could be. But anyway, so he threw him out like the little dumpster raccoon that he is. Um, so Songlin kind of had no idea what to do. He didn't know where Xiaoxing Chen was, so he just kind of wandered around looking for him or for anything, and then that just kind of ends. And Wei Wuxian is like, what a story, Mark, and thinks what it would have been like if he'd ever gotten to meet Xiaoxing Chen, and then, blam, hey, we're back in the present action, and the boys get to the Chong place. Uh, Wei Wuxian is like, hey, so then why did Changping die? But then ghost shit starts happening... They're in the, like, family plot, and all the dead Chong start slamming on their coffins, and then uh, Wei Wuxian and Lan Wangji realize somebody's in one of the graves digging in it, and they wait around, and eventually uh, this gravedigger fella uh, and another per- person pop out, but it's, it's dark, and they kind of can't make out what's going on. They look kind of fucked up, like, they describe them as looking, like, conjoined or something. And then they kind of realize that one of the people must be dead. Oh, he just stole a corpse, as you do. Um, so the the guy who isn't dead sees them and whips around, and he's got some big shadows censoring his face and sword. Uh, they fight. The gravedigger's proficient in lawn-style combat, and then when this guy starts to lose, he tries to teleport right on out, but Wei Wuxian manages to use necromancy to grab the body he'd been stealing Right before homeboy says, I'm about to head out. Uh, so so he disappears. Uh, Wei Wuxian and Lan Wangji look this corpse over and turns out, hey, it's limbs are fake. Uh, but them abs? Them fucking abs. You know the abs. You know. And you shall know us by the musculature of the abs. <laughs> this, this a buff-ass torso. And it's uh, definitely more of their zombie friend whose legs and one arm they have. Uh, so they, they bag this buff, beefy torso, uh, and they figure that Mr. Grave Robber Man was out here moving his evidence or whatever, because it's like, it, word gets around that they're doing detective stuff. So Lan Wangji is trying to think who this guy could have been, since it's gotta be somebody with Lan knowledge who could have been, would have been easily recognized, but he can't think of who it was. Be, they, like, are pretty sure it wouldn't be Lan Chen or Lan Chiren. Mm-hmm. So they head back to the liquor store. Uh, their waiter buddy gives them a bunch of booze. Wei Wuxian is like, oh yeah, so what was the deal with Changping? Uh, and uh, you know by the time he died, uh, Shui Yang and Xiaoxing Chen and Song Lan had all dropped off the face of the earth. Uh, but Changping's eyes uh, had been dug out. Uh, isn't that weird? And then uh, when they did the ancient Chinese vampire times autopsy on him, they could tell that Xiaoxing Chen's sword... Uh, had been used, because that leaves forensic evidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and also it's freezy. It's also a frosty sword. Lots of frosty swords in this novel. Um, Wei Wuxian does a spit take, like, what? And But, like, according to Lan Wangji, nobody could find any trace that Xiaoxing Chen was even alive as a zombie anymore, let alone alive for real, so nobody knows. Uh, the waiter brings over some more booze. Wei Wuxian bees annoying. Lan Wangji says he'll drink, uh... Wei Wuxian accuses him of secretly getting getting a little bit crispy with his horde of emperor's smile under his floorboards. Lan Wangi says no, and uh, Wei Wuxian bees annoying some more. 
Uh, he goes to pour him some booze, and then when he looks up, Lan Wangji is just passed clean the fuck out. Uh, so Wei Ying takes Lan Wangji up to their hotel room, and he decides, all right, you know what? I got a minute here. Let me summon my boy. So he he plays some some flute, and he does that, and then Wen Yang is here. Remember him? Yeah! Remember how there's a ghost general? Uh, Wei Wuxian is, he, like, looks him over, and he finds these nails embedded into his skull. So he pulls them out, and naturally, they're magic nails. He's like, I don't know what all this is about, but I ought to get these chains off my boy, too, because they're making a racket. Uh, but the chains are also magic, so Wei Wuxian needs a magic sword to be able to cut them. Uh, and he's about to do his favorite thing of stealing something from Lan Wangji. He's gonna go take Bichen, uh, but he turns around, and uh-oh, Wangji wake up, and... Finally, of <laughs> chapter. So that is our chapter. That's it. Yeah, it's a thick one. It's a big old boy. It is a big old boy. So I read this chapter so many goddamn times that like <laughs> my my notes are like completely out of order because uh, usually what I do is I write my summary first and then I go back and write my notes. Mm. But this time, uh, just because of things, I ended up doing all of my notes out of order, so I might be jumping around a lot. Um, but the first thing I want to talk about is the way this chapter opens up point of view wise yeah. and the way most of it works. Cause this is something that we've been kind of hinting at right before I went into the summary. Cause yeah. this is fucking weird. Um, <laughs> like, so like the first time I read the novel, like I didn't notice anything at all about this. I was just like, yeah, I'm in it, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, like, later on, like, when I was going through it again There for... were breaks in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, like, I was going through it, and I was, like, um, I kind of didn't totally pick up on it. I was mostly looking for other things. Um, but then later on, I was thinking about how we get all this info, and I couldn't remember how it played out. I was like, how do we get this? Because, like, Lan Wangji wasn't there, so it's not a flashback. I know, And I know it's not, like, a magic spell thing. Um, and we know for reasons that in canon we don't know yet <laughs> that he wasn't there for any of this. He didn't witness this. Mm -hmm. um, so he's not giving, like, a first-hand account. But we still get, like, these bits of scene mm -hmm. where, like, we get dialogue and stuff. It's fucking crazy. And, like, the more I've been thinking about it, the more I'm like, what the fuck perspective do I even call this? <laughs> but it's like, I guess it's just, you know, it's just a really... It's so stealthy the way it moves from like uh, third person limited to basically third person omniscient. Mm -hmm. um, and I think like doing that kind of from one chapter to the next is a really... That's a really interesting and clever way of doing it it definitely is like, yeah it it allows you to do an exposition without having to i don't know without having to keep like characterization of whoever's speaking in mind mm -hmm. without really having to keep the unreliable narrator thing in mind mm -hmm. it's just like so yeah he's 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 telling way we shone this story but wink wink it's actually me telling you the story yeah. and i'm just using him <laughs> as a as a as a vehicle for yeah it's crazy because it's like the last time we got a big exposition dump like this was uh basically when um when we had the chapters with Huai Song. mm-hmm and those were, if I remember correctly, like, mostly 
mostly in his dialogue, but they like kind of went back and forth sometimes when it was like when he was like when he would be like covering longer stretches of mm-hmm. time, I think. Yeah. Um and that made perfect sense. That was, you know, that was pretty smooth. This is so much crazier. Yeah. <laughs> this is so much weirder because it's such a longer it's so much more. It is. It's almost like it's almost like MXTX was writing it and then she forgot that she was supposed to be like that yeah. it was supposed to be third person limited. <laughs> and she just she just kind of ran away with it. Like I made a note of this later on, but a lot of the phrasing and like the way she ex exposition exposes exposits exposits that's a great is that a real thing yeah i love that (laughs) the way she exposits this whole story between shui yang and xiao xingchen and song lan strikes me as like she tried to write this novel and then mdzs kind of bitter and she like (laughs) either that or she just like could not get the story to work and so she just had to like funnel it into this one like not speaking ill on her or the writing at all Mm -hmm. just like that's that's like kind of what it seems like Mm -hmm. to me which is really interesting Mm -hmm. like this definitely this whole arc and we're 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 about to move into this entire arc um and i got some shit to say but um, (laughs) i got a lot i got a lot of things to say about shui cheng mei and none of them are nice wait oh we we gonna get there but um (laughs) A lot of this, my point is a lot of this arc, like, could basically be its own novel. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. I think I I saw somewhere, I think I read somewhere at one point that MXTX actually was planning on having this be the novel. Either that or, like, she talked about, like, it could just be its own standalone novel and she would want to write that. I know she said that, like, if she were to write any more extras, um, she would be down to write about, like, Songlon and Chaoxing Chen's yeah. adventures yeah. being completely heterosexual together. Being um, star-crossed best platonic <laughs> friends. Star-crossed, star-crossed platonic friends. Yeah. There we go. Who definitely are not referred to as cultivation partners and who definitely do not, like, you know, sacrifice body parts and lives for each other. No. No, just regular... It's reg- just, just normal friends do. It's just bro shit. It's just bro shit. It's, it's merely bro shit. But anyway, uh, so... Uh, kind of the first bit of info that we get in this chapter is that I'm Chong Clan, nobody care me. Yeah, Chong Clan, nobody, nobody really care about Chong Clan. Yeah, nobody care about Chong Clan. Uh, the The rest of the cultivation world is in their feelings, because, uh, like, Wei Wushan just died. Everybody's, like, kind of getting used to the power structure shift mm-hmm. now that the winds are all dead. Uh, and um, so nobody's nobody wants to hear about this... Entire family getting murdered. Yeah, but Xiao Xingchen, he's different. He's, he's different. different, baby. Rip to the noble cultivators, but I'm different. Rip to the noble cultivators, but I'm different. He would never so, say something like that. Not even, not never. even remotely. He's too humble. He's, so he's just so he he goes around and he takes it upon himself to find the killer, and he finds the killer, and it's this little goblin named Shuiyang. He and is. The- <sighs> I feel like we need to lay down some groundwork here, huh? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I know there are a lot of people ooh, who really, really, really love this, this character. Absolutely. And, and I'm not going to give... I want to stay away from giving... I want to. I don't want to be super biased. Mm-hmm. This is, you know... Uh, I'm not trying to divide up the fandom any more than it already is, <laughs> but um, this this is a character 
who is emotionally seven years old. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. everything about him makes a million percent more sense when you keep that in mind constantly. But it's very hard to, like, presently keep that in mind constantly. Right, right, right. Because you do, like, you really... The shit that he does, the 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 antics that he pulls, the shenanigans that he decides to get a, get into. They don't make sense for a young adult. They but don't. They make sense for a very mentally unstable child. They make a lot of sense for a seven year old who is just out here fulfilling the McDonald Triad. <laughs> now explain what the McDonald Triad <laughs> means to our viewers, please. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess not everybody's a true crime fucker like I am. Um, no. So the McDonald Triad, also known as the, uh, oh, fuck, what is it also called? Um, Serial killer box tick list. Basically, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the McDonald Triad is basically the, like, psychologically, it's it's a little bit dubious, but um, basically a proposed kind of set of three behaviors that children exhibit um, that are, like, not necessarily... <laughs> They don't mean that, like, if your children do all three of these things, they're going to grow up to be a serial killer, but a lot of serial killers are found to have done these three things in childhood. It's like, X it's, is not always Y. Yeah, but, but y, y is always X. Y, y is, is very, very frequently, often. Very frequently yeah. X. Yeah. Uh, and it's um, arson, uh, 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 sociopathy. <laughs> arson torturing or hurting animals mm -hmm. and bedwetting bedwetting right so you know this boy be pee pee his pants he be pee pee, he be pee, -pee. he's staying in lawnling going pee pee in bed yeah um, he's, he's pee pee and i want to talk about i know i understand the emotionally seven years old thing <laughs> yeah he's a very but, violent emotionally seven years old but at the same time i don't want that to be us like Woobifying him. Absolutely I don't want it to be misconstrued as us woobifying him because Absolutely I want to say not. like I'm not I'm all I'm saying that it explains it, it doesn't yeah. excuse it. Yeah, yeah. That's it's that's always the bottom line. But it yeah. just I mean, okay. I'm gonna say one thing mm -hmm. with that aside. Mm -hmm. He's described in the first paragraph that they describe him as mm -hmm. You get the immediate vibe that this is not a person who's just had a rough childhood. Oh yeah, no. This is not really a person who is just it's just having a rough time yeah. and they're just misunderstood and it absolutely rankles me mm -hmm. it fucking rankles me <laughs> when i see people online going oh i love him he's such a baby he's just misunderstood you know he just had a rough time no you know and there's something that can be said for him being like almost a direct foil to way we show oh, absolutely 100% i think that was his main his main purpose mm -hmm. in this book. Yeah. Definitely. Because, like, here we see in the description here, you know, he was known far and wide for his radiant smile, inhumane means, and merciless personality. So dude is fucking not, not just... He ain't oh, working me. correctly, yeah. A, he's not working correctly. MXTX took pains to describe him literally, as literally as she could, without yeah. directly saying that he was a psychopath as oh, a yeah. psychopath. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you can just admit you're a villain fucker without <laughs> trying to, like, justify it. Yeah. Please. Like, it's Let's... okay. It's okay if you like him. You just don't have to treat him like a baby. Like, yeah. please, for the love of God, realize that the things he has done are not because... 
oh, well, you know, he just had a rough go of it. He just needs to be understood. He's like so misunderstood. He just does this because he's lonely. No, he does this because he genuinely, 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 (laughs) genuinely. He, yeah. And like, and like, don't get me wrong. Like there are things that happen to him that should not happen to anybody. But here's the thing. There are also also things that happen to Wei Wuxian that shouldn't happen to anybody. Exactly. And so it's just all a matter of how you yeah, deal it's with like, this. Yeah, it's you like, can't, yeah. You can't let those events excuse behavior, like, especially like that. Oh, yeah, no. Absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. not. And I hate it when people when people go, oh, well, nobody should have gone through what Chui Yong went through. Nobody it's should like, have gone through what Wei Wuxian went through. Yeah. But he turned out, you know, not a fucking serial killer, technically. He was a <laughs> war criminal, but he wasn't a fucking serial killer. He didn't do it because he enjoyed it. Yeah. <sighs> but anyway, that's that's just that's my uh, forty five cents on my, yeah. uh, Shui Yong. <laughs> uh, yeah, it you but know anyway. I, one of my you know it's weird how Ming Jui died right after making his Shui Yong takes known. It's he so was ex- executed for Shui Yong takes just like we're going to be. Oh my but- god, that's true. Please, <laughs> please don't. Please don't. Please don't let the stands. Please don't let the stands find me. I'm so sorry, stands. If you find this and you're getting ready to like literally lambast us, I just ask you to to just stop listening. Just just close the computer. Just close the computer. Find something else because I really don't want to deal with y'all banging down my door. I hate Shui Yong, but it's because he's. A terrible person. He's a good character. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's got Friska syndrome. I'm just not a fucking. I'm not a villain fucker, man. <laughs> I've never. I've never really understood it. All respect, mad props to anybody who is a villain fucker. But I just can't. I can't really. I can't get behind it, dude. I, and I just. It's one of those things where it, it, there's a complete disconnect mentally between me and people who understand and love this character mm-hmm. i just don't i don't get it i don't mm-hmm. get how people can do it but like more power to you if you can i just can't it's not on my wavelength yeah so anyway anyway so xiao shun chen finds this dude <laughs> as roy said takes him by the scruff just yeah. drags homeboy around like please someone anyone arrest this man yeah please arrest this man please arrest this boy um and, and, and everybody's like everybody's like oh yeah i mean look at the evidence this is crazy but yeah. J- jiggis is like I kind of was harboring that murderer. I kind of like, I think the, the stuff that you guys are like saying about him, I think it's fake news. Like, <laughs> just don't, don't believe everything you hear, right? So I'm just going to take Shuiyong over here. He's, but Jigis is fucking doing the like, every not Bernie candidate thing where he's like, oh, your attitude is why nobody wants to put up with you. Just <laughs> fucking, yeah. He's like, oh, this is leftist extremism. Meanwhile, Niamh Mingjoy, uh, uh, replies to his post with a picture of a pig shitting on his ball. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's the only person. A man person. of the people. A man, a man of, of the, the pe- people. Comrade. Truly. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> comrade Niamh Mingjoy hours. Yeah. 2019 to 2020. True comrade NMJ hours. He's the only person who is down to fucking get some justice here. He's literally, he is so close to, he like whips out Basha and he's about to do the dude in. He, yeah, he, he is about to do the fucking do. He's like, you know what? He fucking whatever, but like that's 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 after like Lon Wangji. We get the little break where yeah. it, it becomes clear that this was a conversation, and like Lon Wangji was just like smooth jazz cultivation <laughs> god ASMR telling 
<laughs> he's done this story. He's giving the Roy summary of this chapter. Yeah. And Lon Wangji was like, Lon Wangji's like, yes, he was he was a guest disciple. And we were Sean's like, oh my god, but like, what? Why would they like why why are you Shui Young though? Like, yeah, my, but can't, like Are really? you sure? And Lon Wangji's like, hey, Stygian Tiger Seal. <laughs> You and he's it. just like he it says he stared into Wei Wushan's eyes because of the Stygian tiger seal. <laughs> like, I don't know why this is so funny to me. Like, I just want to give Lan Wangji props for like low-key being one of the most traumatic characters in this book. He's so fucking he good. He really knows how to serve a moment. He's so good. He's tr- God, really so good. I think now is the time where I need to ask a question. Uh-huh. That I don't want to ask. It uh-huh. brings me zero joy to ask this question, yeah. but I need to because we need to have this discussion. Of course. Are Shaoxing Chen and Song Lan cops? The greatest threat in the history of forums locked by a moderator after 12,239 pages of heated debate. I think that fundamentally they are not cops. I am inclined to agree with that. I think that fundamentally, if anything, if they were going to be compared to anything, like community watchmen. Yeah. Like like, community enforcers, like the ideal, like, community crime-stopping force that we would have in our ideally post That's literally exactly what I was going to bring up. Because you and I, we both are fans of YouTube content creator ThoughtSlime. Yep, yep. Um, and ThoughtSlime did a video about how cops bad and, uh, discusses, like, what would ideally, uh, you know, work in, in lieu of cops and Mm -hmm. how there are, like, I remember, like, one line in particular that he has in that video is, like, I think word for word, something like, um, uh, there are always going to be people to solve murders or something like that. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's exactly this. It's, you know, it's community watch people. Because people who not, people who are a part of a community and are accountable to it, therefore. Because I would say that if he were a cop, if Song Lan were a cop, he would have had the authority and the power to make his own decisions about mm-hmm. Shuiyong. But he's first of all, he's just not that person. Yeah, neither because of them are. Policing in that form is always going to be violent and detrimental to society. Mm-hmm. Not to get too pinko on Maine, but. <laughs> We've already gotten plenty pinko, yeah, I think, right. on this um, episode. No, it's it's gonna continue to get pinker because this shit is crazy. <laughs> the pinkening. Uh, the pinkening. 2020. <laughs> but, oh god, what was I saying? Uh, like, no, I completely agree. Especially about Songlan. I don't know why. He has, Songlan just has such, like, powerful, was in a Rage Against the Machine cover band in high school energy to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the thing the thing about Songlan and Xiaoxing Chen, I think, as authority figures is that they're not authority figures because somebody because they say they're authority figures. Yeah. They're authority figures because they're They've earned it. They've earned it. They're basically yeah. like Xiaoxing Chen especially is like a pillar mm-hmm. of the community. Yeah. You know, he's a good fucking boy. Everybody loves that boy. Everybody loves that boy. But the position he's in doesn't necessarily afford him the power to make these kinds of command decisions yeah. with somebody like Shui Yang. Mm-hmm. And we also get like there's a good there's something more to be said on that subject about them uh, like seniority, because yeah. there's a thing in right in this part where it's talking about like NMJ, you know, basically like 
going to fucking town at Jigis about all this and being like, you you gonna you gonna take responsibility for your boy? And it says like, you know, even though he was a junior to to Jin Guangshan, like he wasn't, you know, gonna just sit there and not let him do anything. Yeah. So like and and we know like, you know, just through the language choices and everything that like age and like hierarchical, you know, elders versus juniors and things like that are like a big deal. And at this point, Xiaoxing Chen is still like max 18 so yeah he's he's a baby baby. he's a baby like he's a very talented cultivator but he's a baby he's a baby so i honestly he just graduated from homeschool Mm -hmm. so thinking about it it does make me happy to report that (laughs) song xiao are not cops they are not cops and they are married and they are married yeah married news married news yeah so it's good so happens Uh, (laughs) (laughs) just writing down some potential uh anyway so so they they get to talking about you know what are uh, they gonna do with this boy jean guangshan like oh yeah yeah yeah, that's right shui young in to have him work on the stygian tiger seal Mm -hmm. um how now i want to know like (laughs) sorry no you're good i want to know how shui young like Cause we 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 talked about him being emotionally seven years old, and in a lot of respects, he is very much in the second grade still. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, s- just very minor. Not even really spoiler alerts. Just for how he's characterized, mm-hmm. he's like he isn't particularly like quick witted or anything. Mm-hmm. He's not very clever. He's just very like hack and slash. Um, he is, like, in the long run, sort of more, uh, devious. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, he definitely knows how to make, uh, the things that matter sting. Yeah. Um, but, like, but, like, I just want to know how he figured out how to fucking do this. (laughs) I think... I think what we need to do is separate his emotional intelligence That's from true. his actual brain brain master intelligence. <laughs> because, I mean, you know, there are seven-year-olds yeah. who are freaking, like, oh, yeah. math geniuses. You know what? Yeah, it's you're just right. how yeah. their brain works. Mm-hmm. And there's... I ju- yeah, I, yeah. Do, I do just think it's interesting with, like, given some things that he does and some, you know, just ways that his brain be later on... Um, that in those ways he's just so not clever no. at all and not inventive and thinks he's real funny um but it, it but it's just it is just like from a characterization standpoint he is so interesting in that he is both of these things at the same time that yeah. he is like you know he's he's very on a on a literally physically technical level he's very capable of doing these things but then uh in like a personal interaction way, he's a f- fucking child. Um, it's like somebody <laughs> who's a really good artist, and then you find out they trace all of their shit, but they do just enough to it to like it still looks like good art, <laughs> but they fucking traced it. I, he's great at mimicry. I feel yeah. Like. Oh yeah, great at mimicry. Absolutely. Oh, we not know so that. Good, oh, not so good at original mm-hmm. ideas. But yeah, not very great, good at original content. He's great at imitation. He out here stealing people's content. He stealing people's content, stealing people's black this out identities. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, but he like I do want to know how he how did he get into the Stygian Tiger making the Stygian Tiger bootlegging industry? 
I'd like to know that too. I think probably maybe it was the same thing as like Moshuanyu, maybe Hmm. where he was a disciple there and, Mm -hmm. you know, he got, they, they saw something in him that like, oh, maybe, maybe we should show you some of this hot forbidden knowledge. (laughs) And he just they, kind of latched onto it from there. I'm not sure though. That'd be that'd be kind of interesting. They gave him they gave out. him a set of ancient Chinese vampire times magic tanker toys, and they saw him going to town with them. And then they said, Oh, I know what we can do. Uh but They uh, saw him strangle a guy for walking in front of him for too long, and they were like, Yeah, let's have that guy make the rest of the Stygian and Tiger Yeah, they said, like you know what? Fit. Yeah. I think we have yeah, this guy's got the right skill set. <laughs> I like I like two two of these little pieces while they're talking about the Stygian tiger seal, mm-hmm. where they're they're talking about how Wei Wishan first came to create it, and <laughs> remembering a rare piece of iron ore he happened to have seen in a beast's stomach, he used it to cast a tiger seal. <laughs> Just casual, and without knowledge of the Shuan Wu. Excuse me, the Shuan Yu incident. <laughs> this entire book is the Shuan Yu incident. <laughs> The Shuanyu of slaughter. The Yu of slaughter. Without knowledge of the Shuanwu incident. Yeah. It's like, this is a hell of a phrase to make offhand. Just casual. Just casually. When he, was, when he was like chilling inside of a great beast's stomach, he found this cool metal that he remembered suddenly. Who among us has not found ourselves in the belly of the beast looking at some metal? Yeah, I log into Twitter every day, so. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking shit. So, uh. And then, so that was the first one that I really liked. <laughs> The second one that I really liked was talking about how once he realized that it was just way too much for him, like it was really outpacing him, you Mm -hmm. know, the the student becomes the teacher, Mm -hmm. that kind of shit. Uh, He wanted to destroy it, but he just didn't have time. (laughs) And like he fucked up one half of it and destroyed one half of it. But then the second half, like they came and killed him before he could do it. And it's (laughs) before he could completely destroy the other half, the siege at Lanzhuang, Lanzhuang. Luanzang Hill happened, and it had since then been beyond his capabilities. Like, it's a nice way to say he was too dead to worry about <laughs> it anymore. De- <laughs> too dead to care. Too dead to care. The letter to. The letter to. <laughs> the number two! <laughs> I want you to know that was completely unintentional, which makes it so much worse. <laughs> basically imply that he made the Stygian Tiger Amulet because he was, like, lazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, he's like, it was like, just like fighting, fighting, fighting people one-on-one. It was natural that he'd get tired. Yeah. I'm like, he's a sleeping boy. <laughs> but anyway, those were, those were my two favorite <laughs> hashtag little Stygian Tiger Seal things. <laughs> little tiggy moments. It's just beyond my capabilities, sorry. <laughs> I'm fucking dead. <laughs> I'm fucking dead. Uh, but fucking what happens uh, he's like um, I'm having to like try to keep up like using my notes yeah, using my like, summary so so Lan Wangji tells him that um, Shui Yang was basically hired as a contractor yeah. to make a, make the other half of the CG and Tiger Seal yeah. and Wei Shan's like 
he's not gonna do shit. There's <laughs> no way. Like, even if they fucking set up a shrine to the thing and prayed that it would work, it's not gonna work. And Lan Wangji's like, "Are you sure about that?" Yeah, he leans in. He leans in and goes, "Yeah, but it worked though." <laughs> so, like, it's like fucking Shuiyong, like apparently can just rebuild the other half of the seal. It looks it just terrible. <laughs> It it's looks gross. like shit. It yeah. looks like shit. It looks like the S thing. And it's not as powerful. <laughs> he made it look like the gotcha hand. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's not as powerful. Like, it's not going to be able to knock out, like, you know, what Wei Wushan used to do, which yeah. was a thousand dudes. But in it's one good enough. Swoop. It, it'll do the trick, which is, which is what they're concerned do, about. Yeah. That's what they're concerned about. Yeah. And Jigis just needs it to work well enough so he can have clout. So, yeah, so he's he can just have clout leader clout peep, chaser. Peep people. Peep people. Peep people. <laughs> keep people like under control you know yeah. and be able to be able to just ensure that he uh stays in power for as long as possible yeah so that's great um it's basically shui young make nuclear weapons yeah shui young make yeah that's yeah. just how it is but uh shui young make wm make but, wmd and then they kind of they kind of come to the they come to the assumption that maybe shui young was just testing the shit out on yeah. the chong clan yeah. instead of just taking revenge like maybe it was a double-edged thing but and wei wushan's like oh man no yeah of course like and of course they like, yeah no that tracks be, yeah of course they'll be blaming me like oh thanks obama <laughs> thanks wei wushan <laughs> nothing he is the thanks Obama of this entire world. Fucking genuinely. Good like, lord. Like, I had a brain blast about that while I was taking notes, and I'm like, oh, poor, poor baby. Good lord. <laughs> so, uh... So they, they go back to what happened, and, and this is when, this is when Nia Mingjoy comes in, and he's yeah. like, what the fuck are you doing? You can't... I'm sorry. You gotta get this dude the fuck out of here, yeah. and I'm gonna do it for he's you. He's like, come get your mans! Yeah, and Jin Guangshan's like, yeah, I'll come get my mans. Yeah. Fucking Nia Ming just like, nope. He like pulls out Basha. He's a whole ass mood. Like, zero tolerance, baby. <laughs> zero tolerance. Um, He's like, he killed some people? The fuck you talking about? Hammond and Han. He killed some people. I'll do it. Shit. About. Absolutely. And, and like, so of course, this didn't, this didn't really help. Like, like Jiggy tried to come in and calm him down, but Nia Ming was having none of it. Yeah, Jiggy just and made him matter because that's how matter. they work. And he went and hid behind Lon Shi <laughs> And so nothing literally <laughs> nothing nothing is done about it. And the thing that I hate the most about this situation is like Xiao Xing Chen was fucking dedicated to making sure that this dude was held accountable mm -hmm. for his actions. And all he got out of that were basically useless platitudes. And all he action. got was this lousy t-shirt. Yeah, like I hate that it sounds familiar. Right, I really, I really despise right? that. It's pissed. And it's just, it's just like th that's why it like kind of boils mm -hmm. my blood even more. I'm like, yeah. oh god damn. Yeah. So fucking, so fucking Jigis says to NMJ, yeah, okay, we'll kill him. Just give us a second. And NMJ like gives them the I'm fucking watching you look, uh, and he leaves. And then Jigis, but. That's the the thing that also happens in that scene is uh fucking Shui Yang like Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Shui Yang like gets all cute with Xiao Xing Chen. Yeah, this is where like, he thinks he's funny and cute. He's like, Dao Jong, you wouldn't forget me, would you? Let's wait and see. <laughs> like <laughs> I like how your Shui Yang voice is the same as your Wei Ying voice, just like even more like ugu simpering. Yeah. That's, that's I him. mean that's basically it. It is him. God. But um, but NMJ fucks off, and then Jigis immediately is like, actually, he's not arrested. And the other sex just kind of go, okay, 
Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, all right, whatever. <laughs> Nia Ming-Shui is the only one who's mad about he's it. He's the only one who fucking understands. Weird. You know, he's the only one who understands. He's the only one who's mad about it. The Longling Jin sect drags their feet for months, and he, he keeps trying to get them to give him Shuiyang so he can actually properly punish him. Yeah, because like, he'll do it. He'll fucking he'll do fucking it. He'll fucking do it. I'll do it for free. And it says all the other sects watch them from the sidelines. So, yeah. you know, in action centrist, are you listening? Yeah. Um, hey, 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 hey. Centrism never works. Centrism never works. Government in action is the same as uh, directly uh, fucking over your people. Yeah. Um. Anyway, weirdly, after that, Nia Mingzui just thought he yeah, it's weird how from chi deviation. And it says, you know, he cultivated it faster than any other uh, Nia boy. And he also died sooner. He just... Just live fast, eat ass, and cultivate the righteous path. <laughs> Definitely living fast and eating ass. He like, was cultivating a righteous path too. Yeah, I mean, he was. Shit, it's the most the most righteous path I can see out of any of these other motherfuckers. Honest to God, this is a this is a pro NMJ podcast. This is, sorry about I'm it. One hundred percent an NMJ stan. I'm uh, I'm not sorry about it. Actually, I'm, yeah, I'm not sorry about if I'm sorry about anything, it's not that. But, yeah, he, so it's weird how he was the only one who was, like, willing to do anything about it and, like, gunning for anything yeah. to be, and the only one who was, like, mad about it, and then he's also the only one who dies. That's so Isn't crazy. that weird? And, you know, well, once once that particular uh, pest is out of the way, yeah. um, they can, uh, J- Jigus goes ahead and tries to- And he's like, to, he's fine now. It's, it's he fine. Tries to, he tries to clear his name, and the way he tries to clear Shuiyang's name- Oh, yeah, is, is by racketeering. By, is by racketeering. Yeah. So, yeah, they go up to Chongping, and they basically threaten the fuck out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, they send their boys. They send their boys. And uh, he he goes on record to say, you, um, yeah, it was Actually, my mistake. Um, it wasn't Shui Yong. Um, yeah. And I'm wrong and an idiot. And I hope yeah. everybody forgives me. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm learning every day. <laughs> I'm learning every day. And I'm an idiot. And my butt smells. And I'm, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is so this is so insidious. And like, Xing Chen comes up to he he comes up to visit Changping and like ask him what the fuck is going on and why he would say that. Yeah, he's and like, Chang dude, Ping's I did like, the detective work. Like, what? Changping's like. I, I can't do anything other than this. Like, they're going to kill my fucking family if I don't yeah. tolerate this shit. What yeah, do you and want he's, me to do? And he's, like, super young, too. Like, so, like, he wasn't, um, like, he just kind of had to take over it the said, sect in, like... Yeah, it said he was young, single, and childless. Yep. So that's, he kind of has to do what he has to do. Chong Ping got to get fucking. Chong Ping got to get fucking. So... And, oh, God, this just, oh, I know I was talking a lot of shit about Shui Yong, but fucking Longling Jin and Jin Guangshan are equally as, if not more, <laughs> despicable, uh, if not for anything else other than this thing they pulled. For real. Oh, Jin Guangshan is my enemy. Jin Guangshan is absolutely 100% Matter of fact, the he's... worst, most evil character in this book. Jin Guangshan is my enemy. I'll, I'll fucking kill him in the street. Wake up. I'm, but, right. you know, yeah. It's a good thing he's already Meet dead. Me. Yeah, I good mean... thing he's already dead. Meet me in the street. I do like, I do like fucking, I do like Wei Wushan does in these next couple paragraphs. Yes! Oh, this is fucking incredible. <laughs> oh my god, and it's so, it's so interesting, because like, he's never like this. He's, well, v- very, I made, I made a note, I made a note of that, but, um, very rarely is he like this. So anyway, Shuiyang gets, you know, released, mm-hmm. basically, and Wei Wushan's just thinking about it. He's acquitted of it. all his crimes. He's acquitted of all his crimes, he's thinking about it, and he's like, he... It goes into how 
let's let's just read this. Instead, he would have went to the dungeons on his own, cut Shui Yang up so that he was nothing more than a puddle of flesh on the ground, and summoned his soul back to repeat the process to the point that he regretted ever being born in this world. Lord. And this is this is a very rare. It is very rare, but it does happen. It's a very yeah. rare kind of. I wouldn't call it sadistic, mm-hmm. but it's. It's, it's like if the sadism was like justified. It's it's very it's very rare that he gets yeah. this angry yeah. and aggressive. This was, this aggressively angry is how I should put it. Yeah, it was it was it was definitely interesting to read because I think I forgot that despite <clears throat> not really having sadistic tendencies and being equipped with a really strong moral code, mm-hmm. um, that didn't and hasn't really ever stopped him from giving evil people their just desserts. Yeah. I feel like this is kind of the first inkling we see of that lack of hesitation, especially mm-hmm. with evil people mm-hmm. in this book. But we definitely see it more. But it's not, it's really, really rare because uh, most of the time, you know, Wei Wushan just likes to go with the flow. But yeah. I think there are some people that just like oh, yeah. flick that switch mm-hmm. where he's like, nope, I th- yeah, I they think, gotta go. I think in terms of just chronologically at this point in just the novel, like mm-hmm. if we if we pretend that we haven't seen a Donghua or mm-hmm. pretend that we've never read the novel before... This, I think, is the first time that we really see this part of him pop out. Yeah, that's what I was yeah, saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the first, it's like, whoa, dude. That's what I was saying. Because yeah. this, I mean, this happened. And so I feel like reading this and then reading later chapters, especially reading, you know, the things that he did to Wen Chao, mm-hmm. for example. Mm-hmm. It, uh, Just a little, it's it's what I like to call foreshadowing. Yeah. He does have that capability within him. Mm-hmm. And it's obvious that he has the capability for bloodlust in general in oh, him yeah. yeah but most of the time i think the i can't think of any example of this kind of thinking mm-hmm. of this kind of behavior from way Wushan that wasn't completely justified yeah yeah every yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but anyway any so, so uh, he's like oh well okay not everybody can be like me i gotta i can't can't yeah. put myself in chong ping's shoes he's already <laughs> dead you know can't can't like he couldn't bear Chong Ping's share of mental and physical torment. <laughs> I really just I kind of like that entire yeah. that entire sentence. It's really yeah. good. It's just like he can't yeah. he can't really put himself in these shoes. Yeah, it's just too fucking crazy. Yeah, and like and also just kind of the the sentiment of like I can't I can't bear this other person's emotional trauma for them. Like yeah yeah that's really great. It's really important. It's very healthy. <laughs> it's extremely healthy. He's a good fucking boy. He's a good boy, Ray. He's learned a little bit, Ray. He's a good dead. boy, and I would die for. Him. I would absolutely 100% die 400 times over for Wei Wishan. My baby boy. I would be his Wen Young, like, without hesitation. My little um, baby boy who smells awful. He smells terrible. Um, he smells like mud and, <laughs> and ass and, and sheep. Popcorn, shrimp, and ass. Popcorn, shrimp, tonghulu, and ass. <laughs> um, so, Shui Yong gets released. And he just kind of just starts killing again. He starts doing doing revenge things, do. but you know he doesn't he doesn't do it to Xiao Xingchen no. specifically, which he, is even worse. Yes, yeah. because <laughs> as we said, we know uh, he knows how to make shit sting. Yes, yes, he does. And he says, "All right, I see your little friend, Dao Zhang. I know what to do." Yeah. And uh hate to see that. So he he goes and burns down Baishui Temple. He burns down Baishui Temple, which is where Songlan uh grew up. That's where he that's where he studied at. And then mm-hmm. he goes ahead, he goes ahead and throws uh throws some poison in Songlan's eyes. Just throws some poison in his eyes. Gets, I'm going yeah. to throw poison at it. I'm going so, to throw poison at it to so solve he does all that my problems. To solve <laughs> Um uh, and uh 
he he does that, but uh, he knows how to do these things now because he has experience with the Chong clan, mm-hmm. and so he. It's not his first time doing a massacre. It's not his first time doing a massacre. It's not his first baby. time doing multiple so murder shit. He doesn't. He doesn't leave any evidence. Fuck you, take him. And for? Uh, he's because he's a professional now. Mm-hmm. And um, everybody's like, well, I mean, he probably did it, but like, there's no evidence for it, so we can't convict him. Yeah. So he didn't you guys are just gonna have yeah. to like sit here and suffer yeah. with him for probably another four years. <laughs> Um, never uh, mind. Um, uh, so, just, it just goes to show, kids, like, if you're evil enough and useful enough to the state, you yeah. will never face consequences yeah. for what you do. And the, and the more often you do it, the more the centrists in charge will just say, that's just how he is, and we all know it. Uh, so anyway, not to, Sean. Not, to, not to draw too distinct a parallel between who we're talking about and this fictional like young adult Chinese boy, but yeah, we're we're just yeah, we're all all we're talking about is a fifteen year old multiple murderer with little fang teeth. That's all we're talking That's about. That's literally the only person that we're talking about person. here. Anyway, um, is this where um, we find out? Oh no, yeah. This okay, is where, so this yeah, is where, this is where we find out that Lan Wangji, like Wei Wushan, is confused about it at first. This is we have a little inner monologue from him, yeah, and we we know it's it's from him. It goes back to third person limited, basically. Um, where he's like, "This is weird." Like Lan Wangji's like the goodest boy on the planet, and this like this happened like while he was around. Like why he must have heard about it. Why didn't he go do anything? And then yeah. he's like. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. He had the whip owies. Oh, the whip owies. So yeah, it took. It probably took him years and years to heal. But it's mm-hmm. just. Oh God, I hate this because like, can you imagine how much this probably like devastated Lan Wangji to not be able to be there? God, as this was happening, like to have to sit back in forced inaction as this horrible little goblin man ran around destroying Jesus fucking Christ, sex. dude. Like, just fucking having to sit there knowing that he could help if only he hadn't have gotten the redacted. shit ripped out of him for... Yeah, for redacted. For some reason. Yeah. That I'm sure will never get explained. Yeah. Because because Wei Wishan sure as hell doesn't want to ask about it. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, no. <laughs> and it says he's like, he, he cares a lot about the scars, but he's like, um, his business i'm not gonna yeah i wouldn't want to intrude so uh and he's like (laughs) and so he's like okay then what happened to what happened to daozhang after that and it says what happened afterwards was certainly a tragic ending listen (laughs) if the whole fucking story in and of itself was a fucking tragedy already you don't you don't have to tell us it didn't end well (laughs) we've all read some shakespeare like tragedies don't they don't end in comedy. No. They just end you you don't you don't have to say it's a tragic ending. We know. We know what's coming. Fucking what if Lan Wangji just turned around and said, Oh yeah, the two of them just went off and got some cornetto. They're fine. They're they're retired now. <laughs> I want it. But like fucking Xiaoxing Chen really does a very uh like uh 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 caricature a version of the most relatable shit. So, like, where he's like, "Oh gosh, oh geez, I didn't mean to get you in trouble, Zuchan. I, I, I'm sorry here. Uh, take, take my eyes, both of them. Like, yeah, take my eyes. Take, take both of them. Like, I don't need them. No, it's fine. It's fine. No, I really didn't mean to do this to you. I feel so bad. No, take them. I don't need them. It's seriously no, no, it's like su- fine. It's I just super needed fun. them to see. Look, I just yeah. needed them to see. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, I just it's needed fine. them to see. You need to see. You need that more than me. Like, look, I, I don't want to give you one eye and mess with your depth perception. That's maybe even worse. No, I don't need them. It's fine, dude. It's fine, dude. It's fine. But like something that kind of baffled me about this 
whole like uh part was so Shawshington he he left the mountain and he promised he vowed to never go back again and you know Shawshington does not seem to be the type of person who would want to go back on his vows Mm -hmm. and then he came he brought Songlan back Mm -hmm. he kept him on the mountain Mm -hmm. and he left Mm -hmm. and Songlan came out a year later Mm -hmm. with with eyes fixed yeah aka with new eyes yeah but so he just he eyes like, once more. It just took him a year. Took him a year to get those to get those eye stocks nice and nice and strong. Uh, he had to go through PT. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of blinking involved. It's a lot of blinking. It's a lot of moving your eyes back. Dude, I took fucking yoga in community college, and there was like this one exercise we had to do where we had to like move our eyes a lot, and it was like it made me feel so weird. Uh, never like do that. it. Don't, don't move like your that. eyes ever. Um, don't ever do that. Don't if look anybody, around. Yeah, if anybody ever tells you to look around, don't do it. I just want I just want to be like a horse. I want you to put the blinders on me. I want you to put the feed bag on my mouth, and I don't want to have to worry about anything in my life ever again. Put one eye on either side of my head, and I'll be good. Who fucking cares? I want both eyes on top, on little stalks. <laughs> just give me them snail eyes. Give me them snail eyes. Thank you. So, uh... But, oh, God. I just... Not to be Songshell writes on main or anything, Songshell writes on podcast. Are you we, kidding can me? Can we talk about how huge... Like, we joked about it, but can we talk about how huge a fucking sacrifice this was? Good. Can we talk about... God. How th- they're... 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 In love. They're fucking... They're in love, as it turns out. Jesus Christ. But, so... So Song Lan gets back. He's back in action with his beautiful new eyes, and he, he's, you know, he's ACDC black and black. Naturally, he wants to go fuck up Shuyang. Yeah, and so he gets he gets out with new eyes, and Jin Guangshan is also dead. Yeah, and Jiggy Jiggy has become yeah. the sect leader in his place. Yeah, and uh, it says the first thing he did after he came to power was to get rid of Shuyang. Yeah, aside from never mentioning the Stygian t- tiger seal again, he also made amends to restore the sect's reputation, suppressing the rumors. And um, I'll know like that historically, never mentioning something again does not really ever mean you've effectively gotten rid of it. Yeah, it just means you're good at lying by omission. Just a spitball. I'm just spitballing. Yeah, here. just kind of thinking about things. Just, just putting out like you know I'm observations thinking, of facts. Just, just thinking about the things that were said and the things that were not. Yeah, so, just thinking about yeah, just thinking about the events as they unfold. So, um, so they finish and like as a you know he's he keeps looking and. They they really don't ain't they nothing don't, they, ain't nothing people ain't nothing. Have basically forgot about this because the Chong clan, clan was I, every single time I say Chong clan I want to say Chong clan <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good look um <laughs> uh but yeah he can't find any trace of Xiaoxing Chen he just fucking disappeared he's he's in obscurity he died on a toilet and then and um, he's thinking and like he he like Wan Wangji like finishes the story and Wei Shan's like hmm. Man, I wonder what it would have been like if me and Xiao Xingchen could have met. Yeah. Met. You know, maybe maybe we could have gotten a drink together and, like, held hands or something. <laughs> and, like, talked about ideals. <laughs> but, I don't know. He probably whipped me with his whisk. He's so probably whipped me. What if, what if you got whipped by a whisk and we were both boys? And, um... I don't know. I just think I... <laughs> I read that and I was like, man, to see if... Did he have just, like, kind of a proto-gay crush on Shawshinkton? Because that's how this, like, reads. Wait till he finds out they're both bottoms. Anyway. Oh, no! Uh, and they were both bottoms! <laughs> <laughs> um, 
what happens so, after this? After that, is this he's where they? Like, he okay, yeah. This is basically yeah. when they end up at the Chong. Yeah, they end. They, they roll up to the Chong residence, and he's like, the, "But so, like, why did he die too? Why did yeah. Chongping die? Like, who's the who killed him? Yeah, like, who and killed then, all the rest of the people? And then poltergeist shit starts happening. And then poltergeist shit starts happening. There's there's some banging, some mm-hmm. slamming on doors, but it sounds like it's kind of separated from the outer world and the inner world, and like. Wei Wushan and Lan Wangji realize this completely in tandem. Like mm-hmm. they 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 realize that uh people are just banging on corpses are banging on coffins from yeah. the inside of them. They're sharing one a freakishly enormous brain. Yeah, they're a freakishly enormous brain. Like one of the things that I do love the most about Wang Shan is that they're they're almost always on the same page they when are. it comes to battle yeah. and, and like planning and stuff. They on and them wavelength and one of the things i hate the most about wong shan is that somehow they couldn't save any of this big brain energy for their fucking emotional issues <laughs> and communication not hey, at all you Nothing. were you were the one who told me 20 minutes ago you got to separate emotional intelligence and everything else intelligence oh yeah you're right yeah, you can only take my own advice you can only be smart in one way you can only be, that's true you can only be smart in one way yep so Anyway, so you, you get shot dead on site if you're smart in more yeah. than one day. So, anyway. so, so there's some banging and wait. Sean's like, that's weird. Didn't he say that this thing happened like ten years ago? Like, yeah. why would they be doing it now? Uh, and uh, I mean, somebody's having a grave rave. Somebody's having a grave rave. Somebody's there's having just, a grave rave. That's that's all I can say. Yeah, homeboy just like hops up out of this grave and he's carrying his life sized redacted plush. Life sized, yeah. It's uh, it's a thing. They think it's two people at first, and then Wei Wushan and Long Wangji take a closer look, and they realize that you know the thing that the guy is holding on his back is limp, probably yeah. a corpse, since yeah. he did just climb out of a fucking grave. Um, <laughs> the logical, the logical conclusion. Mm-hmm. But Gravedigger, he turns around and he sees them, but he's got he ain't got, got no face. He got no face, baby. He ain't got no face though. He's got where did face got go? Face. <laughs> He's got smog face. He is he is very sneakily um sneaky sneaky. He's also got smog sword. Himself. He does have smog sword. And like Lan Wangji Fucking uh, noob Cybot jumps out of this thing. Yeah, Lan Wangji immediately whips it out. He gets yeah. the let out. And the guy like whips his sword out too, but he with the sword glare it is. It's just yeah. like the light that shines off the sword, I guess. And he's he's shrouded that too. And they're they're fighting and Lan Wangji like <laughs> It says that a layer of frost climbed over his face. Yeah. It's just like, because he's so icy by Kim Petras playing in <laughs> Um <laughs> And I don't, something about this, like, yeah, the, the identity concealing concealment makes sense. Mm-hmm. But there's something about it that rings to me of like a reality TV star or an influencer in multiple <laughs> quotes where like they think they're super famous oh my god and they that's think exactly everybody knows it. exactly who they are but like in reality they have like 150,000 <laughs> followers at most <laughs> he's got a very bad case of try hard he's got a very he bad ju- case of try hard <laughs> he comes out of the grave with a big pair of sunglasses and a head wrap on yeah they like he's he like oh he's- no you found me <laughs> Oh my gosh, I can't believe this. Oh my god. Like that, oh my god. Have any of y'all seen that one Netflix documentary, Don't Fuck With Cats? <laughs> it's like the dude. The dude in that documentary. If you know, you know. <laughs> god. Um, but anyway. N-T-way. Uh, um, but anyway, like, Wei Wushan can tell that this gravedigger, like, he 
think he he's kind of got Lon Wangji's number. Yeah, he knows in, how in to a do very, Lon fight in a very stuff. intimate way. And mm-hmm. like Lon Wangji, completely silent. He just gets like he just gets more and more intense with fighting. Mm-hmm. Like he's mad, mad. Oh yeah, here. he's mad, mad. Yeah, he says, "Don't come in here using my shit against me. Who the Hell fuck no, you think you are? Fuck, I don't and know who so, you is." And so, dude, uh, um, dude whips out a transportation talisman. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh fuck." Because a transportation talisman, first of all, you got to be kind of OP to use it. Because yeah. it takes a lot of spiritual energy. Mm-hmm. And second of all, if he's got it on him, then he's going to get away no matter what. Yeah. Pretty much. But luckily, Wei Wushan has corpse <laughs> alchemy on his side. <laughs> he literally does a full metal alchemist hand clap. He does the hand clap, gets down on one knee, and slams this fist onto the ground. Just a little casual <laughs> alchemy for your life. Golden Time Lover starts playing. Bro, I'm just thinking about it, and like, wouldn't Edward Elric fucking love Wei Ying? Oh my he god. He would love him. Like, he would love him from an academic standpoint, but I think if they ever met each other, Ed would try to fucking kill him. Wei Wushan would absolutely make fun of Edward Elric's height. He would make fun of many things about Edward yeah. Elric. Edward Elric is like a tiny blonde Jongcheng, so oh there you go. <laughs> wow. I'm just saying, like, I'm merely saying. Um, Holy fuck, that's amazing. But... <laughs> Fucking anyway, he punches the dirt and it and it makes the corpses mad and they start they start sticking they stick their arms up and they they try to grab at this gravedigger and the gravedigger's like huh and he just like blasts some blasts some energy in through his legs and he does he makes a fantasy jetpack out of air yeah he blasts them off yeah he says got a blast and, and Wei Wushan's like all right fuck it flute time um, yeah <laughs> somewhere in here I was reading it and I just saw some words out of the corner of my eye and I definitely saw the word hurgling so hurgling yeah here, here at hurgling here at hurgling he hurgles out he hurgles out and uh, they got. Little little heads pop out like radishes. Yeah. Um. And they're they're getting their lives kind of slithering up the gravedigger's body, mm-hmm. and the gravedigger's like, "Huh, this is so stupid." And he does the spiritual blasting again. But you know the the problem with that is that like he also has another corpse that he needs like yeah, that's slapped onto his back, and he busts that one out too. So he blasts them all off of him. Yeah. Away with Sean's dastardly plan has worked and he mm-hmm. has to take a little bit of time to laugh hysterically at his own um at his own work mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and uh lon wangji takes the flaccid corpse hate one that hand, and he continues to like don't ever say that again like Possibly i have to make a note to never never let her say that again never say to me the words flaccid corpse possibly the two worst possible words to string together out of anything. That's true. The worst, I think flaccid is probably top five worst words. It's fucking awful. It's awful. But anyway. Flaccid. So dude, obviously he got duped. He realizes that he's not. Yeah, he got owned. He's not going to be able to win against Long Wangji. And especially not when Long Wangji has this little idiot over here doing dark-sided shit. Yeah. And he's like, fuck it, whatever. And so he busts out with the transportation talisman. Mm-hmm. And now he gone. He gone. And so Wei Wushan and Long Wangji go over and they try and try and see who the corpse was. Yep. And uh, it turns out it's a Dakimakura. It's a Dakimakura, as it turns out. And Mostly. Wei Wushan, Wei Wushan has kind of a 
startlingly dense for Wei Wushan moment. He's like, <laughs> why is it? Why is it a dummy? Like, why do they? Why do they bury dummies? And why is this important? Yeah, like he's not. He's not connecting the dots like he usually is. It's like it's kind of nice to see that he isn't always a total know it all. <laughs> Luckily. Lan Wangji is. Lan Wangji smart boy. <laughs> Lan Wangji smart boy. And like Lan Wangji like caught the corpse so he could tell that it wasn't entirely a stuffed thing. So like they rip it off. Yeah, all the all the and limbs there's, and there's the head are stuffed. Fine ass torso. Fine ass. That fine ass torso. Fine. Only its chest and abdomen felt firm and real. Speaking of gay crushes. Speaking of gay crushes, everybody has a gay crush on. Hey! Big ol' spoiler! Oh! Oh! Sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna redact the fuck out of that. Just do a little do it. Yeah. Yeah. As we do on this show. Do it. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna censor it with skull trumpet. Fuck it. Everything is gonna be censored with skull trumpet for Yeah, now skull on. trumpet is really good. But anyway, they figure out that all of the all of the body parts are fake, like they're just stuffed with cotton yeah. and it's and it's to uh quote deceive unquote the torso. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> idiot Fucking, what, kind of, what kind of stupid brainless torso would fall for that <laughs> if i were a brainless torso i would simply realize that they were sewing stuffing onto me <laughs> and freak the fuck out <laughs> the grave actually the tomb on it says tomb for idiot torsos who were buff <laughs> get in this grave if you're dumb <laughs> rip to your idiot torsos but i'm different <laughs> <laughs> But so I mean, Wei Wushan connects the dots, and he's like, "All right, well, I guess it was it was pretty lucky we found the dude before he got away with that shit." Yep. And Lan Wangji's just—he's still—you can tell—he's still hashtag thonking. Mm-hmm. He's trying to think about. He's doing and, a lot of brain math. He's doing a lot of brain math, and Wei Wushan does some very erroneous brain math, and he's like, "Huh, you know, like, I know that like the lawn sect is huge, and like Lan Wangji is pretty much known by every single person in the lawn sect." But I think it's probably either Lan Shi Chen or Lan Chi Ren. It just makes sense. It like, only it merely makes oh, sense. God, it just the, adds the up. Fucking galaxy brain. <laughs> fucking fool assed. Baby, do better. <laughs> he could only think of LXC or LQR out of the entire lawn sect he who can't might think be of familiar anybody with else. Lan yeah. Wangji's shit. Like, and Lan Wangji's like. So, so Wei Wushani's like. MXTX so, couldn't be bothered to come up with any rando names. Yeah. He's like, so do you do you think like these people? Do you think this is somebody you know really well? And like, because he doesn't want to say it's Lan Shi Chen yeah. or Lan Chi Ren, because that's clearly the, the only thing that would fucking make sense. Wei Wushan, what the? I still can't get over that. Like, what in the world? <laughs> and Lan Wangji's like, no, 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 not not even remotely. Yeah. And like, <laughs> and like Wei Wushan trusts him because he knows that Lan Wangji is a. Uh, basically emotionally incapable of lying yeah that's he doesn't know how to do it that's the autism for you baby Uh, yup absolutely let me tell you no lying allowed no lying capable no lying possible no lying possible and uh and so they stick it back in the pouch you know and and they get back they get back in ola the the bar's still open for him hell yeah it's booze time baby it's booze and time he's time for a post scooby-doo drink time for a post scooby-doo drink way is feeling drink and he asks uh he asks him once they're once they're all settled again he asks you know hey can you finish the story what were you gonna say before we got interrupted by deads so um so he says, like, uh, yeah, it was, you know, 
Chang Ping died, and he he got the Ling Chi happened. And all right, some of them his, got Ling Chi too. Yeah, all of them got Ling Chi, and his his eyes got gouged out. And uh, the thing, the weird thing is, because we do forensics here in ancient Chinese vampire times, mm-hmm. the weird thing is, we know whom Sword done did it. Whose sword would that be? It was Xiaoxing Chen's sword. That's crazy. Isn't that fucking weird? Because we haven't heard from him in ages. He, like, deleted all of his accounts and everything. And now he's out here murdering people with his own sword? Like, that's crazy. Right? What the fuck? Now he's, all of a sudden, he's trending. And Wei Wuxian's like, okay, so he's the one that did it, right? And Long Wangji's like, no, there's no, no evidence. No. Shushing Chen gone. He gone. Yeah, they, and- they tried to do, uh, they tried to ring him up on the spirit phone. Uh, nope. Nope. Can't find a soul anywhere. So nope. what the fuck? And fucking, uh, he's like, uh, did anybody try? You know, like inquiry, soul summoning, all that, all that shit. Maybe, maybe a little Moshuanyu moment for him. <laughs> Long one, she's like, no, yeah, they couldn't find anything. Yeah, no, nothing. And uh, <laughs> as someone who is specialized in this area. Wei Wuxian had to comment on the matter like he wouldn't have commented on it if he wasn't a professional, if he wasn't a specialized in the area. He doesn't ever fucking shut up. He's not, he does not have, have an internal monologue. This. He doesn't. He's, he doesn't have an internal monologue. It's all external. Like yeah. any thought he has immediately comes out yep. of his mouth. He's like, oh, well, yeah, that shit's, that shit's kind of touch and go anyway. So I don't know. Like. What, what do you think, Hong Guangjun? Do you think Hong Guangjun? <laughs> do you think, uh, do you think, do you think old, old Daoshang did it? And Hong Guangjun's like, don't know all the facts. No. Don't know all the facts. Can't comment on it. Yep. No comment. Don't know the facts. And Wei I cannot, like, I cannot yeah. possibly offer a take at this time. Wei Shun's like, I like that. Yeah. Never, never thought about not having a take in my life, but that's nice. <laughs> and Long Guangjun's like, all right, well, what do you think? And it, <sighs> he's like, I'm going to try this not having a take thing. Yeah, it's like he he starts to say something and I really, really want to know what he said, because it seems like he was like super purposefully and almost even hastily changing the subject. Like either that or he ADHD style lost his train of thought uh, through being interrupted by the waiter. <laughs> see, the way the way I saw it was that like, I think it almost seemed like he was about to say I think he must have done it. I mean, if his sword did it, but then like, you know, then he had to stop and like kind of think about what Lan, Lan Wangji just said, that they don't have enough, uh, you know, they don't know all the all the facts. And he's like, damn, you right, though. I can't say that. And, you know, I, I genuinely yeah. don't know. And then, then he, like I said, he tries out this whole not having a take thing. And he's like, you know what? This is kind of a smart boy thing to do. I like that. I anyway. like that, Han Guangjun. Anyway, let's get boozed. Anyway, let, yeah, let's get It's time boozed. to get toasty. Like, you want to you have a little drinky? Like pop it in that toaster. You're not going to get crucified because it's not the cloud recesses, so you're good. And yeah, not that it matters anyway, because you've been sneaking all that booze. I know you have. I know you have, and it's, it's so funny because he's like, wait, well, Sean's like, I guess he just asks this. Yeah. For courtesy's sake, <laughs> or like just to see if Lan Wangji will be as like indignant about it as he as he has been in the past and long long she's like yeah I'll i'm drink. down yeah i yeah i'm down yeah give me a shot waiting's like me. shit Fuck okay all right let, yeah. i'll bury you i'll bury you, I'll, I'll bury you baby <laughs> god <laughs> and he's like and he's like well i mean 
you were kind of a hard ass about that, but I mean, you do look at you now. Like you're, you're a big boy. You're a smile in your room, all hiding it. You're secretly drinking. And Lan Wangji fixes his collars, which I feel like is the closest sober Lan Wangji gets to open indignance. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't drink it. I didn't, didn't drink, drink anything. Nope. I didn't touch. I didn't touch up her smile. And like, wise from the tablecloth. And of course, wise. <laughs> oh, so um, and he's like, all right, all right. Let, let's change the subject then. Uh, let's 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 see how much it takes to get you drunk. And so he pours. He pours. Uh, he pours him. He pours him a, a bowl. And uh, he, you know, in the time that it takes him to look at the bowl that he's pouring, Lan Wangji just conks the fuck out, and he 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 down. He I mean, down yeah, he's camp. like he's like trying. So Lan Wangji drinks it. Wei Wushan like pays very close attention to his face because he wants to see him get all red faced and drunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Lan Wangji's just chilling. He's mm-hmm. just fucking vibing. And then he like he like. Kind of, kind of pinches the bridge of his nose, and he like he like rubs like he has a headache, and then he just fucking gone, conked mm-hmm. out, completely mm-hmm. conked out, fell asleep, sitting up. I have never kinned and stand a character more than I kin and stand Lan Wangji in this particular chapter. Oh, extremely going <laughs> on going on a big info dump, uh, being incapable of telling a lie, uh, getting stuck on brain math, and having zero alcohol tolerance. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's Roy in a nutshell. It's Roy! <laughs> and uh, fucking, uh, so Lan Wangji just conks. He yeah. just collapses. And Wei Wushan, like, Wei Wushan's like, wow, this is fucking nuts. And he just, like, picks him up and carries him. He, like, yeah. drags him out of the liquor shop. <laughs> I'm genuinely surprised that Mo Shuan used frail-ass body, yeah. like, able to drag Lan Wangji out. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> The dude literally looks like he was carved from marble. So good job, <laughs> Wei Ying. Like that—that that must have been kind of an undertaking. That's a thick boy. It doesn't say how long it took him. So, <laughs> oh yeah, he was probably just—he took it. It inch took by him inch. six hours. The fucking <laughs> the 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 bar owner is just like looking at him as he like. Huh. <laughs> 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 no, I got it. I don't need help. I'm fine. I'm good. I'm never normal. Need help in my life. <laughs> and then he tucks him in. He tucks. He takes his boots off. Tucks him in. He tucks him, him in pat. for his drunk bedtime sleepies. And then fucking like t- so between. So then he decides to uh, hit up Wen Young. Yeah, he goes. He goes out. Starts tooting because he starts you know, tooting. He, he hasn't gotten a chance to really like check him out yet and like look him over and see what the fuck is up. Yeah, because Lon Wangji fucking hates him. Yeah. So not not great to have Wen Young around Lon Wangji because it will not end well. But at least um, Lon Wangji's sleepies, so Yeah, he's sleepy, so Wei Wushan thinks he's safe. Yeah. Uh keyword thanks. Yeah. Um and Wen Young, he's he comes on out. He's just a here. Little, yep. little clinky. Mm-hmm. Little clinky boy. And Wei Wushan, between tucking Lan Wangji in and then inspecting Wen Young the way he does, is, like, confirmed for grandma. He's fucking, like, scoping him out, telling him to stand up straight, <laughs> putting his, you know, putting his hair back into place, wiping his mouth. He's just, like... Fixing his clothes a giving him bit. a little, Giving him a little strawberry candy. Yeah. Giving him like, a nickel and telling him not to spend it all in one place. He's like, and it kind of... this. 
that's that's cute but like this entire like kind of situation just made me sad a little bit yeah. because it's like he's basically been taken down to the like a dog yeah basically yeah well-trained dog mm-hmm. and he's such a good fucking boy and he did not he's deserve a baby that boy. he did not, he got a fucking raw deal and so and so way with sean you know he looks at him and he's like okay clearly these chains were made for him so somebody has been keeping him there somebody took his sanity away so they'd listen to him yeah like, they gave took him his, yeah they I shipped maybe, him um, i think maybe when Young's sanity must have been destroyed. That's how it was translated, but I think it maybe his like yeah, his like his sapience. Yeah, his sapience. Yeah. Sapience. Yeah, I think it and so they they uh uh he looks around, Wei Wushan's like, okay, they did something to his brain, they stuck something in there, and he finds yeah. these he finds these little screws. Yeah. It's, it's just little how to delobotomize your zombie phone. Yeah, yeah. It's Frankenstein nails. Yeah, it's Frankenstein nails. He takes the nails out and like Wen Young is like sitting there and it kind of looks like he's in pain maybe, but yeah. he's just like completely silent. Yeah. And maybe Sean's like, wow, that sucks. You're dead and you still feel pain? That fucking sucks. Couldn't be me. Um, <laughs> Couldn't be me. Um, and so they're, they're <laughs> weird like spiritual nails. Wow, beta. <laughs> wow, beta. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, they're spiritual nails and they're basically made to do exactly what he's thinking of, more or less. Yeah, and, like, it's gonna, it's gonna take a little while for Wen Young to, like, get that true consciousness back. Yeah. And he's, like, looking at the chains on Wen Young's wrists and he's like, God, these are probably magic. Yeah. He's also, is this before or after, where is it that he starts thinking about, like, um... Oh, yeah. Oh, turn to ashes, huh? Turn to ashes, D's nuts. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Remember how, like, in the first couple chapters, they were like, oh, yeah, Wen Young was turned to ashes along with the rest of his stuff. And Wei Wishan's like, clearly. Mm-hmm, bitch. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. He's like, yeah, no, I no, I see what the fuck was up. I see. I see you, bitch. Everybody wanted my my WMD zombie friend. So I see how it is. I know what's up. Precious cargo, baby. Precious cargo, baby. And, uh, and so he's like, all right, so let's get to these chains, because they're noisy as hell. Yeah, they're just I can't really, be having with that. They're just really an eyesore. They're just an ear sore. They he don't, just yeah, deserve, they're not your color. He really doesn't deserve that. Yeah. So he all. goes to steal Beechen, which is his favorite thing to do is steal things from Lan Wangji. Yeah, and little does he know that sword will be his closest companion one day. Stop it! Mm. No! Mm. Don't purr! Ew! Mm. I don't like it. Am I wrong? You're not. And I hate yeah. it. Ew. So. Listen, you can, to, uh, it's, it's perfectly valid to hate the extra chapters. God knows there are a couple of them that I will never read again, but they really, they really gave us some great stuff. It's, it's a good bit. Mm-hmm. It's definitely mm-hmm. good bit material. I'm just saying. It's good bit material. Very good bit material. And I know that fucking everyone in the fandom is tired of it by now, but I don't <laughs> care. It's funny. It's Fuck fucking you. funny. It's Fuck fucking you. It's funny. funny. It's funny. Fuck you. Anyway, oh. uh, so Lanwaji ends this chapter being the most go, go, go he's ever been. Yeah, Wei Wushan's like, all right, I'm just going to go and quick just steal the sword. Nothing, yep. nothing new. It'll be fine. And then he turns around and there's just this wall of Han Guangjun. There he fucking is. He fu- there he is. There he is. He fucking... How is Lan Wangji supposed to say anything other than manganese over all manganese. of the sound effects he's radiating? Exactly. Yeah. 
manganese. So that's the chapter. I mean, I think that's I think that's something uh, we should be aware of because I think he's probably little known fact. Um, the the uh, actually. Uh, MXTX herself just like texted me on oh, my fake oh. Weibo account to tell me that he actually does talk constantly. He's constantly shit talking, but you the just can't sound hear effects it around oh, wow. him. You can't hear it over the sound effects. Wow! Thanks MXTX for the input. That's yeah. a, that's really eye opening. Thank so, you for offering us the, the the insight. Yeah, if you watch really closely, like his lips are constantly moving, and he's just um, yeah. shitting on everyone around yeah. him. Yeah, he just naturally moves his mouth like he's a ventriloquist. That's just oh how my it works. god. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's just all. That's just how it fucking works. That's what how it could you works? possibly want from me? That's right. Uh, but yeah, so that's chapter thirty. That is chapter thirty. It was a fucking doozy. We're almost a big an hour and a boy. half already. Crazy. You know what? You know what? My favorite part of this chapter being as long as it is what? is what? um there are single chapters that are even longer than this. Yeah, significantly. Love that. Yeah. So <laughs> we're in for it. <laughs> we're, uh, we're fucking in for it. But uh, next week we're gonna be reading chapters thirty-one and thirty-two. Yeah. Which are parts four and five, finishing out the Dew arc. Dew. Dew. Uh, so that's what we're going to be getting to next week. Um, how about we get into that Google Translate Essence collection? Let's hit that Google Translate Essence collection. Uh, so we got introduced to some new fellas this week. The concept of some new fellas. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to kind of focus on uh, each of them. Uh, and in particular, one, uh, a pair of them that you and I two enjoy. Of them. Yeah, two, yeah of two, of them. Of them. two of them. Two of them. <laughs> Uh, so what I have is, uh, I have all of, the, all of our Google Translate Essence Collection bits today are all tweets. Oh, great! Um, so, uh, I'm just gonna give you, I'm gonna give you the language that I got it from, mm-hmm. and, uh, what it was accompanying. Yeah, I love it. Um, so this first one, <laughs> they're all pretty short, which yeah. is why I have four of them. Um, so this first one is from Ty, which is always a treat. Oh, yes, absolutely. Gotta love a Ty tweet. Uh. And this one uh, was accompanying a photo of Lee Bowen, who is the... <laughs> the angel? The angel, uh, Songlon's actor from The Untamed. The angel of Songlon. Yeah. <laughs> Dad is a fan club. Hashtag Hanzi. Um... <laughs> Really, Papa was impressed with the sentence. The dazzling swords of the sea, together with Xing, Chen, banish bad things. That Songlon said is that father must understand how much Songlon is so in love with Xing, Chen. <laughs> oh my god. Interesting. Wow. Papa? What is it? Dad is a fan club? Yeah, Dad, dad is, is a fan, a fan club. club. My father. My father must know <laughs> dad about Song Shao rights. He's gotta know. I gotta call my dad up right now. And say, Dad, I got something to tell you. I'm going to call my dad up for the first time in, uh... Eight years? Yeah, eight years. Give or uh, take. Let him know, uh... Let Song him know that Song Shao has rights. Yeah. And just provide no context and just hang up immediately. Just call him up and say the dazzling swords of the sea together with, Sh- with Xing Chen banish bad things. Oh my god, I'm going to call him from my Google voice <laughs> number and just, like, leave <laughs> all in his Song Shao translated tweets. <laughs> Oh my! F- that's how you has. That's how you cause a hassle to other people. I love to be a hassle, especially <laughs> to people who deserve it. Yeah, Dad is a fan club. Dad is a fan club. Papa catch a fan club. Jesus fucking Christ! Uh, so this next one uh, is this one's from Japanese. 
Great. Uh, this one was on a pair of pictures of Song Jiang, who is Xiaoxing Chen's actor yeah, from the Song Jiang. All right. Uh, 2020, February 6th. Song Dung Crafts Room Weibo Update. The husband came to tell everyone good morning. Cheer up and plan for the future. Let's greet every day, in a good way, with optimism. Uh, uh, tilde, Hanzi, Hoshi, Hanzi. It was the opposite role and shocking, but I was a big husband who saw a new aspect of the performer. <laughs> hashtag song Hanzi, hashtag song Jiang. P2 is my freaky. <laughs> P2 is my freaky. P2 is my freaky, as it turns out. <laughs> is P2 your freaky? Yes, but I was a big husband. I am a big husband. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely a big husband. Definitely a big husband. So just just keep that in mind. Jot that down. I am jotting. <laughs> uh, so this next one is from Chinese. Okay, great. This one was on some, you know, kawaii, chibi, shuiyang fan art. I like it. <laughs> I like you when the wind is sweet. The title of the show gives inspiration to the most favorite way to draw sugar and robbery. <laughs> Wow! Sugar and robbery! <laughs> That's him! That's him! That's his fucking shoplifting Tumblr title. <laughs> God! That's him! That's him. Wow, that's fucking it. In wow. a nutshell. Wow. In essence. Describe yourself in two words. Sugar and robbery. Yeah, pretty much. What I mean, I, shit. Yeah. Uh, Alright, so this last one uh, is pretty interesting. This one is from Russian. All right. Uh, this one was on uh, four pictures of some merch. Uh, they were all like thermoses and mugs and stuff. Uh, the main one that it's talking about is a Songlon thermos. A so- Songlon thermos. Yeah. <laughs> he gets he gets one. Want a joke? I just realized that the fucking connection in the music media house really didn't load me a tweet where there was a thermos with Sunlon. Catch. <laughs> Songline thermos. <laughs> Want a joke? <laughs> Want a joke? <laughs> Funny joke. Funny joke. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Funny joke is still. This shit's still so funny to me. <laughs> Sorry. Want a joke? <laughs> Want a joke? I really like catch at the. Catch. Catch. That's it. Pa. Let's. Do some questions? Let's do some questions. 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 If you got them, you can send them to cloudrecessespod.tumblr.com slash ask or via Twitter at cloudrecesspod, just the one recess. One recess. That's all you need. We're going to go to Mr. Twitter first. We have one question on Twitter and then the rest are on Twitter. Is it from our pal? It's from our fucking pal, and this is a very good one. I like this. It's from at Ask Jovery. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Delighted to have you. Every single time I see their icon, I always think it's like a very round mouthful of very sharp teeth. Me too. And it freaks me the fuck out. (laughs) But that's okay. They're they're doing their, they're doing them. They're doing Uh, their. Ask Jovery asks. Not sure if I'm too late, you're not, but if you were forced to have two randos be your traveling companions for a goddamn decade, which MDZS characters would be your ideal companions and your least ideal? That Shuiyang is a given. <laughs> That's what they said, that Shuiyang is a given yeah. least ideal. Yeah. So taking him out of the equation, yeah. 
This is kind um, of the, the the cool thing that they do at the end of every episode of Jorgenet, where we have to pick the the uh, the best and worst character, a favorite and least favorite character. But there are like twelve characters who can't be the least because they're always bad. <laughs> um, please so, listen to Jorgenet. Anyway, um, uh, right, I already know my companions. answers. I already know my answers. I can give you mine if you want me to go first. Yes, please. Yeah. So, uh, I know that I would not, under any circumstances ever in my life want to travel for a decade with Zhang Cheng. Sorry, no. I love you, Zhang Wanyin, as a character. As a actual man that I would potentially have to spend ten years of my damn life with. I would fucking garrot him. I would <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'd have to kill him. We can't we can't be doing this. I can't be doing with that. I cannot be tolerating this man I in can't. that capacity. Not until not until he finds Nye Huaisong and gets him to fix his shit. Not no, until, no. Not until they fix each other. I can't deal with it. <laughs> I am not spending an hour with him unless he goes and gets his ass some therapy. Yeah. Could not possibly be me. Absolutely the fuck not. No. On the other hand, I know who I would want to hang out with for a decade. Yeah. Uh, I am traveling. My my party mm-hmm. is going to be me. Yeah. Jiang Yanli. Yes, yes. Abso-fucking-lutely. Yes, yes. She can make good food. She is fucking just an excellent person. She is sweet and nice, and she has a good sense of humor, and she, she knows how to talk. She doesn't take bullshit. She that's the best part. She may not be the strongest person, but that's fucking fine, because you know who else I'm traveling with? NMJ. Oh, yeah. Fuck Hello? yes. Absolutely. God, come on. Like, absolutely. Listen, some of you are going to be like, Oh, well, you won't travel with John Chung, but you'll travel with NMJ. Here's the fucking thing. Naming Jui does not have the fucking potent, odious, fucking horrible incel energy that John Chung has. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. No. No. That man eats ass and gets shit done. That's Sorry right. Sorry about it. Holy fuck. <laughs> he does eat ass and get shit done. He absolutely right. eats ass and gets shit done. That's right. And Zhang Chang, you know. Top just, rights, Ray. Mm, top rights. Absolutely so, top rights. that's what I'm saying. Uh, those are my choices. I love it. I love that. Those are very strong choices. Um, How about you? I would you? say that my least ideal traveling companions out of the cast would probably be... Definitely JC. I will agree with you on that one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I love him, but mm, mm, no, no, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. No. Would not, no. Would not choose to actively spend more than an hour of time alone with him. No. Um, another bad traveling companion would probably be Huaisong. Yeah. As, as much as I loathe to say it, he would be fucking useless as a traveling yeah. companion. So we're going to leave him at home. Yeah. And like, think- yeah, I would, I would absolutely love... To hang out with him. If this were like, if this were like just like modern AU regular bullshit mm-hmm. where I'm not on like a big, you know, fantasy adventure, fucking Song is at the top of my list. Yeah! But if we're in an AU or regular universe or whatever where we're going around doing D&D bullshit, sorry. Sorry. It's just not gonna cut it, bruv. It's not gonna cut it, love. I'm sorry. You're just gonna have to be an NPC that we really like. Yeah, like, you can just pop in and out, but like you cannot, you like, cannot we have be dragging the, the rest of this party. Your now. brother is in our party, so it's fine. It's all good. Like, yeah, stay I love at home. you. Just yeah. stay home. Stay at home and get your but, life. 
Lon Wanji is also one of my, like, a very strong choice for one of my traveling companions. Mm -hmm. I would love to travel with him. Mm -hmm. He knows, like, uh, he knows his shit. He's very powerful. He knows exactly what the fuck to do. Um, I haven't said what my ideal companions are. You haven't? Oh, yeah. I have not. Boom. My ideal companions, traveling companions, uh, Wen Ching, first and foremost. Ooh. Because she's a fucking doctor. Yeah. All right. She knows exactly what she's about. She would be so useful to have, and she's mm-hmm. hot as hell. Oh, yeah. She's hot as hell. Um, definitely Ni Ming Tui. And, uh, fuck. You get two, though. You only get two, though. Okay. Damn. Wen Chung and... I don't know. I just want to be surrounded by girls. Wen Chung and Zhang Yanli. <laughs> That's how you do it, though. But Lon Wanji makes you—he makes you too OP. Here's my thing: I would pick Lon Wanji, but picking Lon Wanji means that I would also have to pick Wei Wuxian because That's you the cannot thing. separate them. You can't. You cannot separate them. No, do not separate. So, and I don't want to drag them down. Yeah, and also like traveling with them, I don't want to fucking hear it. No, I don't want to hear it. I want to be as far away from that as possible. They I'm can like, do Lon them. She ran with that shit. They can do them, but I got my own fucking life to live, and I'm trying to sleep. I want it nowhere near me. Yeah, I'm trying to sleep. I'm not trying to- Unless I'm writing it, I want it nowhere near (laughs) me. I'm trying to sleep. I'm not trying to be up at four in the morning hearing, you know? No. No. Fuck. Absolutely not. We're not going there. But yeah, mine mine are definitely uh, Wen Chung and uh, Zhang Yanli. It's good. Zhang Yanli fucking win the show. My sweet angel. Sweet angel. That's, uh... That's my girl. That's my fucking girl. Let's go over to Tumblr. Yeah, Tumblr. Tumblr. So, uh, Matri McCothin? Matri McCothin said, uh, if there was a beach episode, fuck yes, who would unironically wear the awful Hawaiian shirt and what pattern would be on it? Sorry, I know I should probably send questions related to the chapters you're reading, but I keep failing at that. Please, please don't apologize. Never. This, this is fucking great. If this is just the AU hour. Literally, this is the AU hour. If you, like, for future reference, if you have any questions like this that don't necessarily pertain to a chapter Shit, that yeah. you just want to ask us and see how we respond. Questions like, don't have to do anything. Don't. Bleh. Yeah, that ain't no problem. Yeah, just that whatever. No we're just having fun. We're having we're a shooting good time. the shit. We're we're intergaging. We are shooting the shit. We are intergaging. I can um, tell you right now that Jung Fung Mian is always wearing a Hawaiian shirt because he's a parrot head. We know this. I think Yi Ming Joy, in the spirit of the beach, would wear a Hawaiian shirt. He wears it unbuttoned with nothing underneath. Yeah. Oh, I think they're actually, uh, I think it's more uh, culturally oh, yeah, correct Aloha to call them Aloha shirts. Yeah. I just remembered that. Uh, I think... Top Aloha shirt candidates, definitely um, Zhang Fengmian, Lan Shi Chen. Yeah, he lo- he's got a good collection of them. Yeah, <laughs> Lan Shi Chen just vibing. He's just vibing. Um, unironically is the problem, because I know that Wei Wuxian would find the most horrendous one he could possibly. Well, we already talked. I mean, Zhang Fengmian and Lan Shi Chen are not wearing those ironically. No, 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 not no, at all. Not at all. They're not. I think Not those are second. definitely those are definitely the top two contenders. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's fucking great. I bet Lan Wangji burns so fucking easily. Oh my god! He has to slather his whole face in sunscreen, so it's like you literally see it on his face. He Poor has baby. not left the Jingxi in over thirteen years. He no. He's he burns. literally 
translucent. Yeah. Um, so Anonymous asked, uh, rereading this chapter, I wondered, how the hell does no one say anything about how the ghost general is still around? Like, he showed up in front of a ton of people, and the Ginsect was super clear that, yeah, we totally turned him to ashes, no worries. But no one talks about it? Are cultivators just that oblivious? <sighs> I think, like, it came up a few times, because, like, um, uh, 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 like every like the people who were there saw it and they were like, uh, and then like I think like there was something about the people were kind of like not sure about it like they weren't sure if it was like like word of it had spread but it was like people thought it was maybe a rumor yeah yeah and I think the main reason we don't know what people are saying about it if anything is because of just the characters that we're following right now yeah like it's really there's not really any kind of way that I think that would come up organically in any yeah. of the conversations that they have. So, yeah. I mean, I feel like it's it's probably up in the air mm -hmm. at yeah. this point. It's and probably... we, just, we just don't really know what's going on with that in the context of the novel. Yeah, everybody... It's not really touched upon. Yeah, the entire cultivation world is the subject of a drama channel. So, like, <laughs> everybody's just going off of rumors and, like, fucking deleted retweets and whatever. So, um... Like, nobody knows for sure anything. I think, like, the only place that anybody would have maybe been able to hear anything th that anybody might have been saying is, like, when they ran into Huaisong. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like, right now they're in, like, this little podunk-ass, bum-scratch-ass town where people aren't even cultivators. So they probably, like, they, the guy, this waiter guy in the last chapter didn't even know uh, off the top of his head what... Uh, Yeeling Patriarch's name was. So, yeah. like, he, yeah, so, like, these are people I doubt they would even know who or what the Ghost General yeah. is, so. Yeah, I think, I think the most important. We're just removed I think, from I it. think the, yeah, the most important mm -hmm. thing to note about this chapter in specific, as far as that goes, is they're just, it's a completely different world to them. Yeah. It's not even remotely in their wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. Like, if we were spending time in, like, maybe, like, a, a, a cultivator neighborhood, like, outside of uh, one of the big sects right now, like, we would be hearing shit. Yeah, but, but it would probably be, like, secondhand bad mm -hmm. info. Mm -hmm. Like, it always is. Like, yeah. it always fucking is. And these is. people, these people in town, they're straight normies. <coughs> mm -hmm. They're straight normies. They're normies. Yeah, they don't know. They don't, <laughs> they don't meme, they don't go online. So, it'd be, it'd be like that. Yeah. Um, but I think that's why it probably wasn't addressed in this mm -hmm. chapter. Um, so, our next question is from another anonymous friend. Uh, Anonymous asked, uh, Xing Chen and San Lan are the bright moon and gentle breeze and the distant snow and cold frost. What would you like your titles to be? Ooh. Oh, God. I don't know. I can't give myself a title. That feels so disingenuous. I know, right? It's like, I mean, it's like Lan Wangji naming himself Hong Wangji. Yeah. It's like having to give yourself a title is just, ooh. I can't do it. I don't even have a... I'm just Roy Fuck Warlock. What do you want from me? I don't have me? like I don't have enough like self esteem to come up with. <laughs> we have to you know flattering have to things about myself. What we have to give each other the titles. Oh yeah, that's true. All right, that's what All we right. have to do. Um, hmm. Now I'm not good at poetry off the top of my head because I'm not good at poetry. Yeah, me neither. Um, I don't fucking know, man. Maybe something like I'm trying to go go off of like your very powerful Aries energy. <laughs> I'm trying to go with something like that. Like And it's like if it helps you nature thing? Yeah, yeah, that's what nature I'm thinking. Things? I'm thinking, yeah. Um I'm thinking for my my dog, for my Ray. 
my bear. Mm-hmm. Why are you a bear? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking something having to do... I'm, I'm not coming up with like an actual title right now. I'm only coming up with vague concepts because that's the best I can do off the top of my idiot head. I'm thinking maybe something about like a meteor or a comet or something. I like that. I really like it. I think you're like, uh, you're like, I mean, not to just reuse their titles, but you're like bright sun and warm. I had one and then I fucking forgot it. Oh, that's how it would be. That's cute though. I like that. I like, I like to be very, a son. You're 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 just that. You're I'm Leo's, that. Leo's time. You can't help being um, Leo. Just like how you can't help being an Aries. It's just yeah. how it is. Bright sun and distant rain, I guess. Because hmm. do you know onion have layer? Onion have layer. Roy have layer. Onion have layer. They just groped me. Just to let you know. No, so. I didn't. You can't prove that in court. Hawk. It's very good. <laughs> You can't prove it in court. No one will ever believe you. Let's get to housekeeping. Wait, well, huh? something about a comet, right? Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I'm very not good at coming <laughs> up with okay. these things. But yeah, it's definitely something. Something with a comet. I really want to put like something asteroid. Am I right? <laughs> the echoing thunder. <laughs> the echoing thunder. I like that. I actually really do like that. That actually kind of rules. So is my my belches or my farts? Take your pick. Oh, great. <laughs> hey, we have a Patreon. <laughs> if you yeah. like this content, this good, very good content. My bodily, my bodily <laughs> Our bodily content. Patreon.com slash pod resources. Where for $1 a month, you can be a disciple of the show and get access to all our Patreon exclusive bonus content, plus a special role in our Discord. Uh, and our bonus content includes She's a Good iPad, which is where we read scumville and self-saving system and yeah. talk about it we're doing two cha- uh episodes this month because we missed one last month we're just not very, <laughs> we're not very good at recording she's in good iPad. you know we do it we get it out eventually and it's there it's there for you to watch i mean listen to I mean, on on patreon.com slash the letter two which <laughs> is what it's going to be from now on <laughs> uh for five dollars a month you can be a sec leader of the show and get all that plus a more special role in our Discord channel and a thank you shout out on the show. Plus, you can send us a short little message for us to read. It's good. It's You'll good. love it. You can do it. You, maybe you want us to read it in Ray's ugu ass weighing voice. <laughs> and for $10 a month, you can be chief cultivator of the Pod Recesses world and you can get all of that and an even more special role in our Discord. And you can send us requests for stuff to stream or read or whatever. Um... Shout out to $5 sec leaders, Colin Arnold, Sarah McClintock, Lenny Williams, and Carrie. Hey! Hey! Thank you so much for supporting us. Thank you. Carrie of the Carrie sect. Carrie of the Carrie sect. And thank you to $10 chief cultivator of the show, Scout. Thank you always to Scout. Thank you always to a scooter. Thank you. We love all of our pals and all of our our listeners. And we also love Noisespace.xyz for being our podcast network. We love Sec Leader Matt for being our podcast network leader. Gamed Cubed Nintendo? Matt of Gamed Cube. Matt of Gamed Cube. Sec Leader GameCube Matt. Yeah. Uh, Go to Noisespace.xyz. There's a bunch of other very good podcasts, such as the aforementioned Jurgenit that I talked about a little while ago. 
Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And the stick. And uh, City Girls Make Do? City Girls Make Do. City Girls Make Do is on the podcast network. That's a good one. My pride cabbages. Fuck yeah. you Sex in the City likers. For all of your Sex in the City needs. Yeah. There's Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. For all of your leftism needs. Absolutely. If you enjoyed... Uh, the tone of what we talked about in this episode. Maybe if you enjoyed enjoy our takes, perhaps I'm also I'm on that, and I'm also on Fantastic Satisfaction, where I play yeah. D and D. She be hosting. She be hosting. She be hosting. Boys be podcasting. She has much more social courage than I do. Boys, <laughs> I just like podcasting. I just yeah. got to get my takes out. She got to get takes. my takes out. She likes the takes. Um, and if you want even more of my takes, I'm Roy, and I'm on Twitter at Semper Funny, and also at Yelling Hypebeast, which is where I put my moto takes that don't make it onto the podcast i like it and i'm fallon you can find me on twitter at america's burden or at himbo songju which is my uh mdzs refuse blog <laughs> dame in general you know pretty good haven't been on it lately because uh it'd be like that uh, it's all right you yeah. don't gotta be on everything constantly all my friends have deactivated <laughs> they have i'm sad uh, whatever. Anyway, anyway, you can find Pod Recesses the Us at cloudrecessespod.tumblr.com and on twitter.com slash cloudrecess. Just the one. Pod. Uh, we're on all the podcast apps and the websites and stuff. Like, great comment, subscribe, all that good shit. Inter-gauge with us. Inter-gauge. Inter-gauge. And you can also join our Discord. Link is in the description, as always. Yes, please. Please come Please come talk in the Discord. Come talk in the Discord. Come talk in the Discord. And you know what we say at the end of every episode? Semper Bunny. We say Semper Bunny. Semper Bunny. You are all Semper my nephews Fidelis. now. You're all my nephews now. Simple, folks. Good night.